1: For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. What's our name?
0: Well, man! Men mm-hmm. yes. on the Are mission! Are you ready? we go! men. Here we
1: go! Here we go! Welcome to the new gen yeah. of on the, on the mission the on Connection. I'm Tim Slavka. I'm, I'm JP. Thanks for joining us again. As always, we on the journey to relive the new generation era to find the best for the worst of a time wrestling time period often forgotten. Brennan Sean, Survivor Series ninety two, to Brennan Sean, Survivor Series ninety seven. Look beyond the pay per views, examine the weekly T V, see what worked, what could have worked, and what failed. JP, how's everything going?
0: Pretty good, man. How you doing?
1: I'm good besides our technology issues that seem to pop <laughs> yeah. up every week, but we're we're recording and live, so good for that. Um, exactly. Everything's going good. Uh, you know, pitchers and, uh, pitchers and catchers reported. So, uh, the Bulls suck. The Blackhawks suck. Socks suck. The Bears kind of suck. Uh, the Cubs maybe have a little hope. So, uh, yeah. it's kind of, kind of exciting, but it's the first time in a couple of years I've been excited about the Cubs. That's like my favorite team. So yeah. it's kind of nice to cut from the first time in a while, be like, all right, maybe this, maybe we got something. Uh, yeah. I think their, next year's Bears season will be like that, but it's been, it's been dreadful in Chicago sports for a while.
0: Well, the the baseball is is by far my least favorite sport, but the Cubs are like, the Bears are my number one, but the Cubs are right there. Like as far as investment goes, I don't know. I just I don't like baseball, but I love the Cubs. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, how that I guess you just like all the years of sucking and for it to finally pay off. You just can't. You can't. Get sure away
1: from it. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah.
0: Anything else new with you? Now just uh, lost nine pounds over the weekend with this damn norovirus, but that's you know, good and bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back a little bit, but yeah, that's shit's going around. I don't know how like nationwide it is, but it's hitting this area pretty hard. That sucks.
1: Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> yeah. the winter time. We we had, we were dealing with sickness a couple of weeks ago, and. It's just everyone's indoors and coughing at each other. It's, I mean, maybe not in Florida as much, but it's cold and people don't get out and about, and yeah, it doesn't lead to, leads to some bad right. times sometimes. So,
0: exactly.
1: And my, I got my kids in daycare, and so that's just like a breeding ground for, uh, for. Well, that's uh, where it
0: started. Yeah, that's where it started yeah. for my son too. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah if one kid gets, they all get it, and the parents get yep. it. Like I, I got hand, foot, and mouth disease, which I didn't know could be an adult having it, but. Somehow I okay. had, you know, stores on my hand, which is ridiculous. Right. So, um, it, it, it's kind of a part of life of having a kid is being so. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So we're on to, uh, the last, uh, two superstars and one Raw before the Royal Rumble. Mm
0: hmm.
1: So it's interesting on the su- superstars, it's the same day as the Royal Rumble, but, uh, we'll pretend like the Royal Rumble's not happening. Um, you know, I'm that there was kind of notes on history WWE. They actually filmed two on a Sunday. So if the uh, Superstars was on a Sunday, they would kind of like change what was happening from like a commentary standpoint. But um, we'll we'll pretend like ours is the one that's before uh, this, this before the Rumble because that's how they kind of comment So right. we're gonna go we're gonna go back to the one fifteen. Uh, sorry, this is the one fifteen Superstars taped back on twelve fourteen uh, at Little Massachusetts. So both of these are taped. Um, on, on that, in that recording. So before anything would happen on the Rumble obviously, but uh, about a month before. So some of the action kind of doesn't make sense, but we'll get on to our matches. And our, our first match that we open up with is Lex Luger, who's ready for the big push. I think we talked last time. How he, he looked really strong and he's going to fight someone that to make him really push him as the, the monster, uh, that he is, Bastion Booger. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you know, they, 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 Vince keeps touting. Booger that he's over 400 pounds, so I think they're really trying to mock him how fat he is. Um, The match is pretty slow, but but not long, but again, Booger is a, you know, it's more for Vince to make fun of Booger than really putting over Luger. Uh, I thought Luger had a huge pop when he came out, and then during the match, it was pretty silent. Again, it's not a credible heel, so I could get why any offense Booger has, no one believes he's actually going to lose, except for Vince, where Booger does a basic leg drop, and Vince sells it like Booger just beat him, so... Um, you know classic Vince but just it, it's not a credible heel it doesn't make sense as a match uh, Luger wins pretty easily with the the kind of double forearm um, and uh, kind of a fine match to start it off and like I said Luger's definitely over and definitely good kinda of, they've seen him a lot more recently but it's kind of a weird guy to put him against like where's the Quebecers where's Ludwig where's where's those type of matches why is he going against fat slob Booger, that all they do is on commentary, is just rip him versus actually put him over as any type of credibility. Right? Do you have
0: anything at the end of the match? Yeah. So the the booking is dumb, but the match actually was kind of solid. Like it was a <laughs> it was a, a fun little match. Booger kind of held his own to begin with. Um, you know, kind of kept pace a little bit, and then you know, yeah, I would was... agree.
1: I would definitely agree on that. Uh, but I think he's just no he has no credibility as a. The crowd didn't agree with that, but I thought Booger looked okay for some of the other matches. He didn't, you know, the last one we saw him was against Bam Bam. Like, he looked stupid in that match. This one, he didn't do anything dumb. So right. maybe that's why it looked he looked a little better.
0: Right, and, and like, uh, I would go to say it was a good match, but then Bastion Booger has a uh, non-Chicago-style hot dog in the corner. So that's going to dock some points from him and uh, stop this from being a, a, a mid-level Five star. match.
1: Was exactly, classic.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, it was solid. It was solid nonetheless. And I guess, I guess what they're doing is letting Luger beat somebody huge because the Rumble's coming up. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is like. But yeah, I I can't really justify the booking. I guess. Um, after that, we do get a um update with Gorilla, He's talking about the new tag champs with uh, Kid and Jannetty. So. After that, we get Brett and Owen talking. Brett's like sending congratulations, and Owen really isn't feeling it. Like, you know, Brett's saying they're they're jam up guys. That's like one of his favorite things. He he (laughs) likes to say any any baby faces. He likes to say they're jam up guys. I think as a kid, that's where I got that from too. Like, I never really heard that until Bret Hart. But um, and also also makes the um, proclamation that he's going to dedicate the rest of his career. Tagging ridiculous. Owen, which is ridiculous yeah this this is the part of the storyline that is so unbelievable like like you do not believe this part at all um, well
1: I, I, let me just spoke uh 10 year old me believed it so uh, <laughs> I'm not, that just shows you my intelligence level maybe
0: <laughs> i was just like come on like it's you know, this guy's WAF champion. He's in the Rumble. He's, you know, like just won the title, like just lost it not too long ago. So it's like, really, you're gonna king be the king of the ring? Pepper? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just not believable. So that part is a little bit of flawed in, in the booking, but um, I do like the play of Owen. You know, not really vibing with Kid and Jannetty winning the titles, kind of hoping they lose. So, but Brett not really caring. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it yeah, puts over like, Oh, Brett's this like, you know, really over baby face and it, it might be a little bit too much, but Oh, Brett's going to do anything for Owen. And no one's like, it's kind of sucks. Right. Like right, and, and, right. I, I think it's a, I think it's a good dynamic, but it's probably a little over the top. It's like funny now. Listen, Brett, like I'm giving up my singles career, for, you know, like, I think that's, it's kind of funny looking back and they probably played it like that, but I, it, it does kind of put Brett over like, look at how great this guy is. Like he's, Literally giving—that's what they're definitely trying to go for. So, I, I like it for that.
0: Yeah, and, and and then after that, the the Quebecers come on talk about they have a uh, rematch with Kid and Gennady. So they're just kind of hyping that up, and then they also go to Kid and Gennady, and Kid is just so nervous on these promos, like yep. like you can see his mouth quivering before he talks, and he says something like he uh, hopefully we'll retain the belts, and Marty has to like cut him off and say now hopefully we will like look, you can't, like, make us seem like little bitches here. You got to, you know, be <laughs> com- confident, you know what I mean? So uh, he's still trying to find his footing promo-wise. I don't know that he ever does a baby face in the WWF, um, but...
1: Yeah, that, that's what's weird about I think we've t- probably been to this point before, but, like, it's kind of weird. Like, are they trying to put him over as a... Uh, like, is that his real personality, or he's just really acting afraid? I, I wonder what it is, right? Because, like, you know... He has like a ton of charisma. Maybe he just hasn't started drinking yet. I don't know.
0: Right. But Like, well, <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's like in his body language, it looks like it, he's really like shy or something. Like, yeah. Like his the way his lips are, like, 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 like. I don't know how to explain it, but his mouth kind of quivers a little bit before he talks, and he's looks like he's really thinking about it too much. But uh I just don't think he's a natural promo as a baby face until really until late six early Xbox probably. Um, and even then he's not like the best promo. He's just more like the, the drunk guy, the, the but he's party got confidence, guy. Right. right. He's got
1: conf- but I would say even, uh, in NWO, and sorry if you said this, in the NWO, I think he's, he wasn't the party guy, right? Definitely he's in Degeneration X, but in NWO, he definitely, I don't feel like was as much early on. Right. Yeah. As like when he was number six, uh, uh yeah. only knowing that right now, cause they're going through with war zone. Like they don't, they talk about him as like a good, credible guy in the, in, um, in nwo so it, it i feel like he hit it then. so it's like these early years are really rough
0: so I well, wonder what. I and mean, the nwo he's also paired with his friends too so it's oh like yeah, yeah. More, it's easier to talk you know around your friends i guess so yeah i don't know i don't maybe he's just nervous and like he's this is his big shot so far so i don't know but you can just kind of tell it's just i don't know they, they got to get a mouthpiece for him or something i know they don't but um or just don't give him any promos, you know, let him just do his yep. thing in the work, I guess. Yep. Um after that we get a quick squash with the uh head shrinkers against a couple jobbers. Nothing really major out of that. They just kinda they win the match and they kinda brawl on their way to the back. Um and then we get a face to face with JR. So now this is gonna be a trend on this show. A face to face with JR. Um on this one he talks doink and dink, unfortunately. Ugh and like i've been watching like um some mid south lately like some uh mid 80s mid south with jr uh i've seen like early 90s wcw i was kind of watching before that with jr and he's definitely like the sports type like like he always mentioned sports but he's like he likes the authentic builds he likes the yep you know to mention the guys backgrounds that kind of thing and to see him talk about doink and dink like I think this is the moment like he became bitter Jr. Like the the, the, her like that, that kind of like, like he just looks dead inside. Like, oh, my God. And then Doink comes on with this promo and he is so atrocious. Like he he keeps going to the laugh because it's like his promo is so terrible that he just throws his laugh in there. But this version of Doink is just getting worse and worse every time he comes on the screen. I just can't. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I just can't stand it anymore.
1: It sucks. Yeah, I mean that's that's I mean that's what it is. He's not a good wrestler. He has no credibility. Like Dick is fine as a comedy act, but um, he can't. He shouldn't be doing anything serious, right? Like he should be literally coming to the ring for jokes and stuff, like not for matches and not being like I'm going to win the rumble. Like ridiculous. Um, Especially as they try to get. It's the, it definitely, well, I, I think for the most part, trying to get more credible people as wrestlers, right? They're they're definitely going away a little bit from the cartoony stuff. They kind of go back to it, I think, in 95, but they're trying to yeah. get the more serious guys over right now um, versus pure cartoony, so, but doing's not that. Um Then we got, uh, I'll go next. to got the guest ring announcer, so we love these superstars. I, I love them. I think it's a great addition, but the guest ring announcer, <laughs> out with Tataka, huge, huge ovation for Tataka, I thought. Um Guy that's well over... We kind of talked about how he's got Borga coming up, which is a match that like should have a lot of like uh p to it, and just really doesn't. Like they kind of fought on Raw, and they just kind of like that's the end, and we're gonna see each other in two weeks. Like there's there's nothing to it, but he wins pretty easily, and then we get a random surprise. Um, We get the random surprise of Virgil return. Like where did this come from? Like he's been a guy we haven't seen for weeks. Uh, months even uh he, he's out there he does the million dollar dream so i'm guessing bringing some of these guys in to help fill the you know winter roster and have, you know bring these guys in for the rumble we already know valentine's being brought back so i'm, I'm guessing they're just trying to load up the roster um through the winter time
0: mm-hmm. uh, we also
1: had another update with uh jim Cornette. keep t- talking about how um that, i like this one that he says yoko's only afraid of uh, the casket, not of Undertaker, which I think is really good. We get the classic yeah. Paul Bear with the double wide, double deep commentary, uh, and of course, my last comment just says Mister Fuji does nothing. So, uh, <laughs> right, we, we get that, and uh, I'll get I'll get one more thing before the okay. last, you get the last two. Is that they show a highlight, and I don't remember if this is from Superstars or taped from somewhere else, but they kind of have all the heels talking about, you know, who's going to win the Rumble, and they kind of go all face-to-face, so definitely showing, like, hey, every man for himself, and recession, dissension between them, and the last one they do is that Sean and Diesel kind of talk about, like, well, who would throw each other out, which, again, Diesel has not been credible, so it's, like, in your mind right there, you're like, well, it's got to be Sean, like, this this bodyguard bum is going to do anything, so right. um, really kind of, you know, nothing nothing there, so uh, that was kind a of, uh, cool, cool idea. I wish they would have done some more of this earlier on. Right of like you know confrontations between teams. We really like this when they did the stuff for the Survivor Series. I think it just mm-hmm. adds credibility of every man for himself and you know kind of the heels. No one's taking sides and like you can't be trusted. I, I wish they would do this a little more uh, through this this kind of winter where it's been probably needing some more of those. Where you're not going to build up a feud because you're not going to blow it off at the Rumble, but you could do these kind of little things that take no time to do but add add some value.
0: Yeah, I, I think it was cool to like show them in a backstage setting too. Um yes. Even if Adam Bomb's dumbass was still wearing his goggles backstage, like yeah. like everybody else is kind of like dressed down, and he's got the full goggles on and everything, it's kind of weird. It's like but, Botto, uh, it's like Botto. Right, he's like Bado, man. He's like Bado. Right, it's his trademark look. He can't, <laughs> he can't get for anybody. <laughs> yeah, but uh so yeah, that was kind of cool. And then the tension between Sean and Diesel was cool too, because it adds a little bit of validity to Diesel. Like he's not just gonna you know bow to Sean. He's gonna try and do this yep. himself so it adds another character to the rumble um and then speaking of the rumble we get the the rumble report with todd uh pettingill i'm i'm loving these i'm loving him like I, I like him doing this kind of thing more than a lot of these squash matches now just like it just yep. uh, it just brings back the feels when i see todd pettingill um he just goes over the the competitors of the rumbles and. Um, I love seeing like the graphics of each guy like pop up when they, when he says the names and. Yep. It's just a, a good throwback. Um, and then I, Kate, I really
1: love the great, I really love the, the, the pop up they have for the great Kabuki. I think yeah. his is like, actually, he looks awesome yep. there.
0: In the match, he, does. he looks terrible. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they did a good job with that. And then at the end, uh, Kid and Marty like flirt with each other, like saying they're gonna not throw each other out or something. They kind of like. Yeah play uh grab ass with each other, but
1: I thought, I thought actually that was one, two, three kids. I thought they, they played really well off each other. So maybe that's what it, he
0: needs. A it's more, more natural. It's more yeah. natural. Yeah. It's not like wrestler promotes. Yeah. Talking instead. Yeah. Um, and then from there we get, uh, IRS, uh, versus jobber. So he comes out saying that, uh, 94 is going to be the year of the audit. Like I love when he does the, the mic work on the way to the ring. He doesn't need music or anything like that. um, there's a quick little razor cut in, but uh, really nothing match um, to a feud that's kind of really doesn't have much legs either. So um, quick squash there. There's a it, uh, it,
1: just on that IRS stuff Did they even I, I know everything's not taped, up, but like they didn't even bring up that macho man is like fighting him or that's a separate feud. Like it's a yeah. real like for the second match, I was just I, I didn't know if you caught anything, but like, no, it's like the second match is so like they're trying to build up again this razor. Irwin. I, they've done an okay job, he stole his chains, like Razor's going after him, but like then this macho man stuff like really makes no sense. And the fact they didn't even bring it up is like more bizarre. Like it must have really been like either someone no showed or something happened for the what's going on between Macho and, and uh Razor. Right. Or, uh, macho and Macho and Irwin, sorry.
0: Yeah, so unless because the tapings are so far back that they just yeah don't realize what they're doing yet and didn't add yeah, it. In, was, I yeah. I don't but know. Yeah, so and then, um, there is a third face to face, which is very weird that they have this many face to faces in one, one show. So they might have had to fill time or something because, um, that's really unorthodox of them. Uh, you get words from Crush to Macho. Um, Fuji's kind of hilarious during this. Like every time Crush is talking, Fuji's making these like really weird faces every time he talks. So um savage cu- cuts in talking about how intense it's gonna be, so kind of just leaving them to like, like like they don't have a match at the rumble, but they're they they keep hinting that they're gonna be together in the rumble so yep. that's kind of like the, the the match itself i guess um and then to finish off the show, we have a, another quick squash with the undertaker um cool. nothing major out of here either just kind of had quick squash with the the body bag at the end so he's kind of rolling out the body bag with the choppers still. So Um, cool to keep the undertaker though. Like I I like seeing him still in these squash matches because like, I feel like he's getting more and more over with the crowd. So every time I see him, he's becoming more of a star, it seems like. So yeah. And they definitely, I
1: mean, we kind of, a while back, I was like, well, does this really make sense that he's doing the, the body bag matches, but they definitely put him over as a star uh, mm-hmm. with the casket. So I, I, I like that. Like they've given him, cause we, I mean, all summer long, do we even see like a match from him? Probably not. But now he's kind of coming out with a bunch on, um, a, a bunch here with the body bag. So I think that gives him some credibility as well. So I like, I like that. Uh, no. and th- that's it. Uh, There's anything else, right? That was the taker kind of no. edited. it. Yeah, yep. that was it. All right. So we get, uh, the raw. So this is taped on the same, uh same taping uh as the anniversary one. So uh you know that was a great one. Big big crowd, live crowd, like tons of confetti. Uh so this is one seventeen, so tapped one last week one ten. Uh we got commentary of crush, the worst or most amount of the word brother or brother oh, every man. time. Oh my God. It's just over the it top. It's so bad. I actually thought his commentary was good. I actually thought I he would talk okay. But that... Annoyed me. I couldn't, I could not deal bruna, with him every bruna. time. Bruna, 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 yeah. bruna, bruna. But I thought he brought like some good comments that I'll, I'll bring up one later about something that he does pretty well. But I, like, you have to ignore every fourth word. Yeah. Uh, we started with Owen Hart coming out. So he comes out with Brett. Uh, this is pretty cool. I thought like Owen on the way to the ringside looked actually like really happy. Cause like he's not going to be face again. Uh, you know, spoiler. Sorry, everyone. For like, till his like end of his run. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really, but he like looked so happy and like it was probably cool coming out with Brett. Like we know somewhere along the line they have that match with the Steiner brothers, right? Like there's always talked about the hidden gem that everyone always yeah. talks about. Like he's probably in like an awesome place and it's like going to take him to be with Brett again to fight to like 97. And it'd be a, heat, a face again to like, you know, 99 or 98, you know. So he looked really happy coming out. He looked, this match was a little long, but he looked good, very smooth. Uh, they probably just had long just to have him showcase his, his move. I thought here too Crush did a good job of um um of doing the sharpshooter uh and Crush kind of mentioned that like oh he does it better than Brett like so I thought Crush added like credibility there as well um it, it, during the match they also get the worst phone connection of all time to Stan Lane who's at Madison Square Garden I, I actually wrote that it sounds like WrestleMania 2 um and they're they're basically saying that the the 1 2 3 kid match is coming up next uh with uh 1 2 3 kid and, and uh, Marty Jannetty versus Quebecers Is coming up next so um you know kind of do that at the beginning so you know fun little opener definitely trying to present it as live like there's a show here and there's a show at madison square garden um and uh, you know i wish they had footage or something to shoot in there and i wish they had or wish they did uh god what was that i wish they did like uh you know better audio
0: okay Uh, yeah
1: but it's a cool idea to do like hey we have dual thing. So uh fun fun opener. I don't know if you had anything to add there because it was kinda of going on. It was probably a six or seven minute squash match, but they were trying to get a lot in. So I'm sure they right. told him just there and do your moves.
0: Yeah, it, it was pretty cool to see Owen showcase like that. Um they gave him a little bit of time. Uh the end of the match was cool too because Vince kinda like pulled him to <laughs> ringside and um like just giving them an update on the match and then Owen hopes that the Quebecers win, but Brett says, you know, let the chips fall where they may, and yeah, Owen, Owen kind of gives him a look, like, what the fuck, man? Like, we need, we need them to win, like, come on, like, so yeah, it, it, it's planting the seeds of, uh, you know, even though Brett's being a good guy, it, Owen thinks he's being selfish. Like, we'll, we'll see later on what happens with that, but yeah, um, from there we get a, a Tatanka match against. uh a, a jobber george south he's actually a pretty good jobber um well known like he's like kind of like a barry horowitz level more nwa but um you could kind of see in the match he was working kind of good too um tataka is so over right now it's crazy yep that's
1: my first um, though so yeah, over
0: he is insane with the crowd like i don't i feel like he should be getting even bigger push than what he's getting because like besides like razor and brett um I don't know if there's another Luger, Luger some nights, but he's right there with Luger as, as far as like reactions go with the crowd. So, uh, I just don't know if they had enough meat on the bone. Like, like in the ring, is he really worse than Luger? He's he's probably better no, or at least the same. same you know, I mean, so. he's th-
1: the the thing that har- 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 harbors him the most is kind of the gimmick kind of leads to it. Like, you know, are you really going to hear? not that. I mean, like in the 40s, 50s, right? They they had, and he and, uh, maybe, a, Sorry, that's not probably the politically correct way to say, it, but you know they had Chief Jay Strongbow out there with the right. title and stuff. Like in the '40s, '50s, you could probably do it. I don't know in the '90s, like you're like here's my, uh, you know, Native American champion. Like I just don't know that with a credibility. But I think that's the only thing holding him back compared to Luger. Like he, he's as good. He's as popular. He's got the tomahawk chop, which was like, you know, all over with the Braves. Like, well, um, I mean,
0: they, they just went from a Canadian champion to a Japanese yep. champion. You know, I heard, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like. He's just so over. Like right. I know his, his mic works not the best, but neither but is neither Luger's. Lugers. Right. <laughs> neither is Luger's. So it's like they could they could have done something to give him a bigger push, at least put him in the title picture. Like he doesn't have to win, and you know, like the Ultimate Warrior was kind of uh, loosely based on like Native American too. So, oh yeah,
1: Dingo Warrior you know, definitely. Yeah.
0: So I mean, there's something there they could have done. I think, but um, I just I'm just amazed. Like I never would have thought, you know, going back that I always kind of liked to talk. I didn't really love him, but I didn't expect him to be this over for this long. So um, it's pretty cool to see. Like, he even hits a nice uh, – oh, so back to the match. Um, Stan Lane calls in reporting the on the tag match at MSG. So just kind of, you know, letting them know what's going on there. Um, and there is a top rope chop from uh, Tatanka for the win. So nice little um, squash match. I don't know if this is okay, yeah, that's not it yet. But um then we get a quick little uh a <laughs> segment two just showing her working out, riding a Harley, so they obviously don't have enough matches with her yet to show too many highlights of that, but I don't know why well, they're not like putting her on raw yet. Like she's the women's oh champion. You know, like what is it? Well, I yeah. don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, I, so, I don't understand uh, that either. I mean, I guess she doesn't have credible people to fight, but at least put her over. I mean uh, she's also, I mean, a good-looking girl. Like that can't right. hurt your wrestling crowd. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. So yeah, really, really rough there. Uh, I lost my place there. So we got, uh, sorry. Did you, you? Wait. Is Diesel next or Yoko with the? Captain? No, sorry. Yoko. Yoko is next. Okay. Sorry, I lost my place. Yeah. No, you're good. Um, so Yoko. So then they do an in-ring interview. I think this is a pretty classic, you know, interview where uh, Yoko comes out. They they talk about. You know, again, Jim Cornette saying, don't say the word casket. And Vince, of course, who, again, I don't think did as well as Stan Lane did a couple weeks ago, but, you know, keeps saying the word casket. Um, so, finally, then, you hear the dong, and Paul Bear comes out with the casket. Uh, finally, uh, Yoko gets enough courage. He's actually going to smash the casket. Uh So, everyone's, like, pumped about that. The crowd's, like, ooing and eyeing as he's about to, you know, get through the ropes. Right as he puts his leg through the rope, Taker sits up out of the casket. An awesome moment. Yoko does an amazing reaction falling over. This is where I put crush was really good on commentary. You know, kept saying how Yoko's not really afraid to take or not afraid of caskets. And that even when Yoko fell, he goes, Oh, I think he tripped on that cord over there. So that crush like did a really good job minus the word brother in there every seventh word. <laughs>
0: right. uh,
1: so, I, you know, I, I thought he was like playing up storylines pretty well, which I think is good for a heel. Like, you know, kind of give it credibility to, to Yoko, um, you know, is what happened and uh and uh and uh I, I thought really cool, awesome awesome segment where everyone is um everyone is, is really pumped for that match. I thought the last couple of weeks of the Yoko, the taker stuff where they I was thinking about it earlier day, like they haven't been face to face in Survivor series. Like, it's all been right. vignettes and, you know, interviews, and, like, this is the first time, and the crowd was nuts for it. So, if you're thinking about, like, man, is that going to be a big match feel? Like, this feels like it, uh, like a match that everyone kind of wants to see right now. So, I thought an awesome segment, um, really great on Yoko, and a really cool, creative, different way of doing things.
0: Yeah, I, I love, like, the whole take or pop out of your like, I and mean, then Yoko just, like, takes a huge bump, like, just gets yep. the hell out of it. Um, that sell, like, to me, that sells the match. So, like, it, it confirms, like, Yoko's fear of a casket. It also sh- keeps Taker as this, like, really strong contender. Um, so you really don't know where it's gonna go. Like, you could see, like, in your head, you could see Taker winning. Like, like, are you thinking whoever's gonna, like, is Brett gonna face Yoko again at Mania? Like, that's not, um, what a lot of people might have thought at first. So, yep. like, I feel like you know, going into this, Taker's a really strong candidate to win the match. So, um, yeah, I think they really nailed it with the segment. So, good stuff here. Um uh,
1: then we gotta, Let me. i just get the quick one yeah. unless you, you want to add yep. anything. But just a quick Diesel sma- uh, squash here. They mentioned that they mentioned Tony Harding, so they're really bringing up current day stuff. So the Tony Harding '94 stuff. Hmm. Uh, right. And then we also get during that we get a promo next week. It's going to be the Hart brothers versus Head Shrinkers. So building up like this, like we kind of joked earlier, but Bret Hart's a singles or uh, a tag team wrestler now. So next week he's fighting randomly the head So I thought a good promo there we, knowing what's going to happen. I thought a really good job there. Yeah. Uh, see,
0: that, that was very smart of them to do that. So like to, to plant that seed, like, okay. And to put it against like the head shrinkers. So you're like, Oh, this is going to be a good match. Like this is, you know, something I can look forward to. Um, yeah. That was very smart of them to do that.
1: Alright. Uh, you want to get
0: the last segments? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we get a quick, another, uh, rumble report with Todd. Just, just running down the card. And I just made a note. I'm like really pumped to see these segments now. So even if it's like repetitive, he's just kind of running down the rumble card. He's just, he's just so into it. Um, it just, I love like just listening to, to him describe. Yep. Even if, even if it's kind of corny and, and some of it kind of is. It's still likable. Um, I don't know. And There's it's a salesman. A, I, I, I have the
1: same note. I'm like, gets me pumped up for this card.
0: Yeah. It's see, I, I, right. I've always liked Don West too. Like, even when he was in TNA, like, even when he was rubbing people the wrong way, I, I love Don West because he had that, uh, enthusiasm. And I think Patton goes the same way. So it really works. Um, and then we get the, uh, main event with, uh, Randy Savage versus IRS. So, The match that I didn't talk about on Superstars. Um, Savage kind of, you know, gets out there and and invites Crush into the ring like he's egging him on. So he's kind of got his eyes on Crush. And then uh, IRS is on fire early as he comes in attacking Savage. Like he's really in control, which is kind of cool to see him get some um, shine on, on Savage. And one thing I noticed, like with IRS in there with a guy like Savage, he works a lot better pace. I don't know if it's. He like plays up to his opponents, kind of thing. Where um, if he's you know wrestling a jobber or someone lower, he doesn't really um, isn't motivated. But he's kind of moving in there with Savage, and I think Savage kind of makes you do that as well. Um, Yeah. Once Savage does get back on offense, too, the crowd is like really into it. Like, I it's it's a shame that he's not like a more um waste component like like because. you see how good he still is in the ring. Like I don't care what he looks like. I don't know if that's played a part of it that like he looks older, but he is so much more athletic than a lot of guys on the roster, and he's just as over as anybody on the roster. So
1: he's—I mean, he's like yeah, you know, I'd say like fifth, baby. Like like Luger, Tatanka, Brett, Taker, then Macho. Like and the right. pop he gets, I think, at the beginning, right? Like just because I think people like recognize the music maybe a little bit more than some of the guys, but like he's right there. And
0: exactly. he, he
1: brings the energy, right? Like we kind of ca- talked that sometimes about the Luger booger match. Like Luger sometimes doesn't always bring the most energy. Like always macho is doing that. Like macho is always yep. bringing the energy.
0: Yeah. So it's cool. cool. Once he turns towards crush, uh, like his attention to crush again, IRS gets the advantage. Um, eventually Savage takes over and climbs the top and crush comes in to push him off with the attack. um, which leads to the DQ and then now Tatanka comes down for the save. So, you know, that's kind of a sign right there. it shows Tatanka to come down first too. Um, yep. you know, kind of get the top and, and let him make the save. Um, then like Yoko and Lex come out for this brawl and Diesel and Sean finally come out as well. And then they do your normal, like, you know, uh, Royal, every like brawl that yep. ends headed yep. the Royal Rumble <laughs> with, with a bunch of guys in the ring. Like, hey, this is what a Royal Rumble looks like kind of thing, which I always like, too. Like, I don't care if it's something they do all the time. I like that because, um, you know, you're showcasing a lot of your roster. So pretty cool finish. Um, not the best match or anything, but... Um, no, but it, was, it was, not
1: me- was not meant to be.
0: Right, match. right. It, it was, a, it was a, a solid Raw as well, so it was pretty good yeah. stuff there.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was a solid match. One thing I just don't um my my one thing crush still has his face paint on with like a, when he's commentating i noticed that when he stood up and like, calling out macho it's like it's so weird like why is he wearing that face paint but he's in like a flannel t-shirt and jeans so that was weird right uh, i really love macho like calling him out before the match like come on i'm gonna get you and then the one part about it is like irs like he doesn't even get his entrance which i wrote is his best part right <laughs> where he gets the most heat like he just walks out with no music which is really odd but no promo about tax, you know, tax cheats or anything, where he gets the most heat. So, like, that's kind of silly as well. And mm-hmm. his his whole ploy is to do that so he can sneak attack Macho, and he immediately gets fooled. Like, Macho beats him to it. So, it was kind of like a like that guy gets heat from the tax cheat, like, you know, in the city, like the cheap heats, but he gets it every time. So, it's, like, weird they don't even play that up. Um, but fine match and definitely just, like, a way to kind of get things over. Again, weird, why is it IRS Macho, but i r s the you know a company guy we we've, we've always like everyone knows that right he'll do anything, so it makes sense like why he probably stepped up for this one so right uh anything uh else to add on that one, or should we move on?
0: nope, I think we're good.
1: let's move on to plugs then uh before we go back to the last superstars
0: yeah, so um yeah, so like like you know i've been been harping on the YouTube channel, um you know, I even try to tell people that. Um, that I know just to at least subscribe to it, even if you're not like a wrestling fan or anybody that watches it, just, you know, North South connection on YouTube. Um, they also did a place to be episode on, on YouTube, yes. which was really cool. Uh, they had Scott and Chad on there covering, uh, Mania 25. Um, so, which is, you know, I, I didn't remember it as being like this really good WrestleMania, but like when they're going through the card, it, it is a pretty, solid show with a like you know all-time match on it um and you know like they have like the pop-up video kind of stuff on the youtube so i really do like implore people to both subscribe to the to the podcast if you're a listener and um also check out the youtube channel just to kind of see there's also stuff on the youtube channel that's not on the podcast so like you got aaron doing like quick wrestling reviews they got um a seinfeld show that's on the youtube channel and then they're also doing like the cro uh monthly kind of broken down like Aaron does the uh uh Hulk Andre match on there. I believe it might be savage team, but I think it's Hulk andre
1: it's hulk Andre, yep
0: right so yeah it, it's it's cool stuff you got going on, just you know check it out and like if you like any of the content podcast wise you'll definitely just you know like I leave it running in the background even if i'm you know even if I'm on like PlayStation or something, I'll like switch over to HDMI four and just leave it playing so at least get some uh the view counts up a little bit just to kinda help out the brand. But yeah, just yeah. check it out and see see what uh see what you like.
1: Yeah, they yeah, as I was gonna say the rest of it at twenty five they did the pop up video type uh way of you know adding some fun facts. Haven't got through the whole thing yet, but uh it's good stuff and uh like you said you could do in the background you don't need to be watching the whole time so they work usually have like a screen that's just listening to music or something i just throw that on there and then uh one thing i want to add we did for monthly you kind of mentioned it but you know that's back we just did wrestlemania 3 uh Mm -hmm. which is a you know unheralded events uh but okay. on that, you know, that was all. Vi- uh, sorry, all audio. Uh, Ryan Gray did a great job organizing it. So all audio, and then like you kind of mentioned that, you know, Aaron took the special match as a video podcast for uh, you know Hulk Andre. So, uh, you know, that's back. That's gonna be monthly. You know, next time it's uh, we're doing two Saturday main event, and the time after that we're doing um, for for April will be WrestleMania or sorry Survivor Series uh, eighty seven. So that, that we're gonna keep that chugging along. So that's great stuff. Different voices uh on that channel or on that uh i should say pod as well and then uh, like i mentioned everything on the place to be network and also the pop experience uh great stuff on all three networks so uh let's move on to our final 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 superstars before uh Survivor series or sorry royal rumble so this is taped back on 12 14 this is uh the 122 So same night as the royal rumble um and uh, just kind of like like i said this is kind of interesting, because history. Of WWE, so Superstars and Wrestling Challenge were on different, sometimes syndicated channels. So if it was on the Sunday, they kind of did like uh, voiceovers to kind of kill off anything of like order the pay per view now. So uh, they kind of redid some of the the background stuff. But for the the one that's on the network is, and obviously Wrestling Challenge is on the network yet, but the Superstars is the one from the the morning of. They also mentioned how Mania in the morning had the live drawing uh, of superstars. So that would be, that's pretty cool. I wish they would have shown more of that or, you know, simulcast that on superstars, but I get why, because it's, you know, they're taped differently, but, um, pretty cool for that for mania. Uh, I remember that as a kid, like them live in the arena, like doing it. Like I thought that was an awesome mania, Uh, I'm a big mania fan. So, uh, Love that. So that's kind of some background on the superstars, just because it's it's a little different being the same day as a pay per view. Like right. up until up at, for a while, you won't you don't have this until you know you really have like the Sunday night heats, right? That like uh, kind of replaced kind of the the where the lead up to the pay per view is. But this is kind of the hard sell for the pay per view. Uh, and we start off with uh, Ludwig Borga. So you know, class. I like his music as well. They kind of break up that he's you know he's about to fight Taka at the Rumble on a match that doesn't happen, uh that he'll be in the rumble. Both guys will be in the rumble too, so they might you know duke it out twice. Uh standard match, he does his his awesome uh suplex, which I think looks really good, but kind of nothing, especially knowing that like that match won't happen. It's kind of like a deflating thing of like, okay, this guy's on the way out, so is what it is. Uh and then we get a a, an update here. A lot of lot going on here as they announce without highlights again, this is so weird, but they announced the Quebecers won. So Quebecers are champions again. Now they're announcing, you know, that also that hearts match versus Quebecers still going to happen still for the title. They talk, they have an interview with the Quebecers. They kind of laugh at how their manager was so good. Um, and that they, uh, you know, that they have the belts again. So, uh, you know, big update there kind of gets you the hard sell for the pay per view. And hey, that match that maybe didn't mean much before now is a big time match because of the titles back at back in, uh, the. Back in uh, the Quebecers' hands, they also mentioned there that Brett and Owen are going to be in an interview later uh, on Superstars.
0: Right. So yeah, I love you know, Polo is just gold with these guys. Like uh, this this unit is so good. Um, so it, it just I'm I'm glad that it's the title match at Rumble. Like I'm glad that I don't know why they did this like you know one week switch or whatever. Um, yeah, I could
1: I, I looked at the. I looked at, like, the observers and couldn't find anything, like, why they did it. So I'm guessing just to have something big on that anniversary well, Raw. And I'm guessing just to, I think, maybe to push the Brett' owen storyline, because they kind of do that a good job, right? You kind of talked about it uh, the yeah. last Raw, like, of how good they kind of did it. So probably just, you know, as they were plotting things out, they're probably like, what can we do? They probably don't want to take the gold off Razor. So it's probably an easier, you know, like, you know, it's probably just an easy way of, like, who can could, who could we – what can we do for Raw to – to make that, that one spicy, right, versus Bastion Booker versus Bam Bam. Like, what else can we add to that? Right. So um, that would be my guess, but I couldn't find anything in Observer or anything. So I, I of,
0: remember uh, hearing like, on a podcast or something that Jerry Jarrett, uh, rest in peace, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yes, yes. Said, was Thank uh, you. He,
0: was, he was involved um, in the booking, and he liked having like the more athletic guys featured. Um, so that's why you see like your Brett's, your kids, your Owens, like stuff like that. And he also in Memphis, like I don't I don't know how much Memphis you've watched, but like their Lawler like literally held the like Southern heavyweight title like a ninety one times. Or yeah, eight hundred times, like, yep, yep. Yeah. They they did this in tag titles, everything. They did it just to just to pop the crowd. Like that's what they did. And it it always worked. Like it didn't well not always, but it it worked a lot to Um, because the the way they would do finishes, like they would do creative finishes to where it was believable. So maybe that was just part of his booking philosophy, um, to kind of keep you guessing. And maybe it it helped the house show business. I don't know because, you know, there was a title change there as well. Um, but even then, like the outcome works. So I I like it. Um, so what doesn't work is we get a Dwink versus Jabber match next and. Oh, this is little shit dink with him too. Like, he just <laughs> jumps on the apron and it's just so. Your boy tight. dink. Oh my god. I cannot stand this act. Like, it's just so bad. And it sucks because the original doink was so good. And I think that most people, like, most people equate this guy to doink. Like, yes, like, I-, I agree. You know, like, like when it's the punchline, when it's, oh, oh, you, you know, clowns and wrestling and all this other stuff. I think they they equate it to this when really Matt Bourne is the one that like made it and had that continued, it would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, no, but just yeah. I,
1: I remember at my bachelor party. Like my buddy that doesn't watch wrestling is. It was the weekend the the network came out, and my buddy's like, "Oh, put on wrestling," and we're like, "What do you want to watch?" He's like, "Doink and Dink," and I was like, "You're such oh. an asshole!" Right? That's what <laughs> wrestling fans think. It's like right. Here, watch. Let's watch the stupid clowns. I was like, exactly. "Come on!" So you're you're a thousand percent right. Yeah, that's exactly what the people remember for this one. So.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it was a quick, and then he's just not even great in the ring either. Like he sucks. Oh exactly there's, like, there's no redeeming quality like i don't I don't you know there's nothing that gets you invested, so um yeah, like you know, I try to see like the what people see in it thing, like like even if I don't like it, and I just don't see anything out of this version of doing that you know keeps it going for as long as it does, um yeah,
1: there's some kid aspect to it, right, but like it that's I don't think that's I think that's missing too, and like. Kids really don't like clowns, like you know what I mean? Like
0: Right, right. So well, then, like Dink too. Dink has to be kind of scary on some level too. <laughs> you know? I don't yeah. know? He's he's scary he's scared of me and I'm almost thirty seven, but it uh I don't know, he just looks uh I don't know. Um and then from there we get a uh rumble preview with JR, so sadly it's not Todd, uh Pettingill. Um, Cornette just says like the deck like, is stacked against them with Yoko and that uh Yoko's gonna silence his critics, so he's kind of uh playing it as if Yoko's not the favorite, even though he's a champion. Yeah. And he's been like a dominant. So he's kinda like the the whole Kansas City Chiefs mantra of Yeah, kick Travis like Kelsey. Of, the yeah. yeah. Yeah, even though you know, even though you're a five to one favorite to win the Super Bowl before the season, you know, nobody nobody thought. we believed in you, so yeah. <laughs> Right, right. So he's kind of playing that, and so it's timely there. I guess I knew that was gonna happen <laughs> from uh, almost thirty years later. But, um, but I I, I love cornet with Yoko. Like I love how pumped up and how invested he is. And th- see, that's another guy. Like Jr. Like had the whole serious sports thing, and he didn't really buy in yet. Like you know, I, don't, I don't think he does until like his second or third go around. Um, he's like right now he's just kind of playing the shtick. Cornette is all in, even if he, he probably hates a lot of this stuff, um, but he still, like, gives it his all, and he's still, like, the the great mouthpiece for Yoko, so um, I like seeing the pairing. I like seeing him with Yoko, and especially being, like, him and Yoko versus Bear and Undertaker, like, both pairings work really well. Yep. Then um, they show Bear outside with, in a wagon with a, with a casket, teasing Yoko, and I think, like, Paul Bear has just been awesome in this build Like just him Kind of egging it on Like he's being like a little shit to serve Kind of like you know yeah. I know I know you're scared of what we have so Um then they do like a really Cool thing where like the the wagon moves away And then Taker oh, appears awesome. behind it And it was so yep. good I'm like This stuff is like I know you're gonna have Your wrestling fans that are like you know Give me five star matches And all that and I know you, you got your fans that like really value selling the leg or whatever. I'm this I love this stuff just as much. Like this these little touches of um just television are so good, you know, like yep. it, give me this plus good matches and I'm fine. So um yeah, nice nice really good segment for like a preview for the match kind of as a go home with Taker and Yoko.
1: Yep, yep. Great, great stuff. Uh there. Uh sorry, we're we
0: got. I'll take. I'll take the next if you need me to. Do Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So. so not. Uh, I'm missing. No,
1: I'm missing a match, so I just
0: don't, I don't know yeah. in here. Yeah. It's a uh, HBK versus Jabra match. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, there we go. Okay. There, I
1: have no notes. I just have Michaels. That's why I was like, I'm missing gotcha. a match. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so yeah. He, he he does a quick little cut in saying he's gonna win the rumble, um, just kind of bragging, you know, claiming his his case. Um, he wins with the pile driver, so he's still kind of using that as his finish. Yep. And, uh, yep. No, sweep. No There's sweet not sweet really sweet. any tension. No. Right. There's not and really no- any tension with him and Diesel. They don't really no. play into it at all. So.
1: And I should mention, yeah, I should have mentioned that on the on the Raw episode too. They didn't do anything either on that, so it's kind of random. Right. They had tension there. Uh, we got the. Todd Hart again for Mania. They they keep. This is where I put my notes. Where why did they show the numbers for Mania? Them pulling it. They talk about Bastion Booger how he like screwed up something. Like he announced his numbers, so we had to re-pull. So whatever that was. But uh, and then uh, then in my next note is we got the most random match in WWE history with this smoking yes. gun bomb. Um, makes no sense. They talk about how smoking guns have been hot. And so is Adam Baum with so much success. And I'm like, what are they talking about? The two guys, the two people we've been complaining maybe about the most has been Adam Baum and Smoky Guns, about like, they're doing nothing. Like, we're constantly, and maybe Men on the Mission, it's like the only one else, but like, they've been doing nothing. How do you talk about them having so much success? Um, but they, uh, fine match. It just makes no sense. Like, I know for Survivor Series, we had Adam Baum and Model kind of feuding a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. is the tension there, but like, they, that hasn't been brought up in two months, but now we're going to randomly do it before the, the the rumble. I don't even know if they're in the rumble together. I would be interested when we watch that, if they're even in the rumble together. So this right. makes zero sense. Uh The model's is about to get pinned to end the match. And Harvey Whippleman breaks up. I'm like, was model even going to kick out of that? I wasn't even sure. <laughs> but like, it's right. like so bizarre. Like model gets so pissed off about it. And then they just kind of leave without like a massive confrontation. Like, it made no sense. It didn't make the smoking guns look strong. It didn't make either Bomb or Harvey Whippleman or the model look good. Like, I don't understand it. And why. Like what would have been cool is if they did, like, a brawl, and then, like, maybe Diesel comes out, like, oh, I was your tag team partner. Like, you know, to build up the Survivor Series. It just kind of ends with, like, the model and the ring alone. Like, right. it's really random and
0: bizarre. So so the only thing I can think of, and I, to, I got the same thing, is a weird pairing. The only thing I could think of is that maybe they wanted to put Martel with Adam Bomb because he's so green, and maybe he's yeah. kind of like learning from him, like just in real terms, not like kayfabe terms. But yeah, they don't. Exp- they could explain something like they, they could have explained that in general. They could have explained, "Hey, Martel is going to take him under his wing," and you know show them how to be devious, even, or something, well, you know?
1: Or, or just have, like, them teamed the week before. is like, hey, this this team might be joining together. You know what I mean? Like, hey, right. these guys have been working together. Maybe they're, you know, they're, you could add, like, they were on the Survivor Series team. Like, maybe they got something cooking here, right? And then, like, have them break up. But, like, to just have them break, well, whatever, break it. I don't know how you break up a tag team in the first yeah. match. But it, it could have not. I'm looking now to see. Maybe they were tagging together on the house show loop. So they were just, like, you know, just to fill up spots, but I don't even see that. So, um, really weird. So yeah. it'd be, a f- I mean, fine. Like neither guys had anything to do, like put them together and let them tag. Fine. Give model manager, like, fine. That that's okay. But this made no sense.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're not, they're not, I mean, I'm looking just around, um, matches around there and Adam bombs fighting taker. Undertaker at this time frame. So they're not like a house show tag team where it's like, oh, we're just through this match together for Superstars. So, huh. again, my note of most random yeah, <laughs> match in uh, And then let me just get the last match. We just got a quick okay. crush match with Mr. F- crush with Mr. Fuji. Quick, you know, quick squash again there, and I'll, I'll let you get the uh, last interview then. Yes,
0: yeah, so then we get uh, Ray Rougeau interviewing Bretton Owen. So this is kind of your, like, I like the the foreshadowing of putting them on last. Like, they're, they're yep. the world title match. They're, you know, but they've kind of been the biggest storyline going in. Um, uh, Brett's also got a short tights on, so that's kind of cool. Like, you don't really see him with those <laughs> often. Um, and just, Owen, Owen's like talking about, he's just glomming on, like telling his mom and dad, like, hey, look, it's my time. You yep. know, the rocket's going to fly in, into space and, and Brett's going to be on top of that rocket. So it's, He's just really putting himself first all the time, just making sure that Brett's like a second fiddle. Um, one thing I found kind hey. of funny about this is that Brett is like mouthing Owen's words to the promo as Owen's saying. I'm like, like he's like reciting it waiting for himself to punch in. So I think this was heavily scripted or something or, yeah. or maybe they worked on it with themselves. Like Brett and Owen did, but he's like, Okay, like mouthing out everything Owen's saying. Okay, okay, now watch. Like it's yep. just funny to just see him do that on camera. Um, and then Brett just kind of like jumps in and says they're a unit. So, you know, Brett's been like really consistent that you know he's in this for Owen, and Owen's been consistent that he's kind of in it for himself. So, you are yeah, gonna see these like- you know cards play out.
1: Yeah, I really liked what you brought up earlier, like, about Owen celebrating. He also talks about, like, how big of a party Brett had and how proud his mom was when Brett brought home the title. Like, right. I thought that was a good dig, too, of, like, even if they did win, like, Owen would probably be upset about it, like, not getting the congratulations. So I thought that was, like, a really good, like, subtle, like, oh, Brett, when Brett won the title, like, this is what happened. So, like, I like that subtle dig kind of at that. Like, I'm sure the celebration's yeah. not going to be as great for you, so – uh, fun interview there, you know, kind of ho- hokey, you know, that this is taped a month and a half before and they're kind of playing up like, Oh, the smoking guns or the, you know, Quebecers are champions again. Like i am got, I'm, I wonder if like some of that was, you know, tape, um, retaped over and dubbed over, uh, but that. I bet you. Yeah. So, you know, kind of some of that doesn't make sense, but I do, I do agree with you. I like that. They did that, uh, last
0: yeah, and then it was just a quick uh, Men on the Mitchell rap. Uh, of Oh, terrible. Coming. Yeah. Could you un- – Could
1: you? the audio on that thing, did, could you understand a word it they was, said? No, no.
0: Yeah.
1: My and then they started- was, like,
0: watching it, too. Like, she was interested, and she was like, what are they saying? I'm like, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't and know then, what's going on.
1: I don't know if you noticed. They then started randomly flashing words that they were supposed yeah. to be saying on the screen. I think cuz it was so – like they realized like this is whatever they did on the dubbing was so right. bad that they were like just flashing words up on the screen. Um yeah, that was that was bad for a team that we've loved so so much. Right. Uh, damn, right. So Park Break is is a crush, crush crush crushing blow there. Exactly. All right, should we move on to um awards then? Yes, sir. All right, most uh new gen outfit
0: i uh, am I'm gonna go with Savage's outfit in his match. So I'm gonna have to go with him.
1: Uh I'm gonna go with Marty Gennetti. Just uh winning the title, cool moments. Uh he's still rocking the Rockers gear, but I think it looks cool. Yeah, uh like most it. most new gem performer.
0: Uh I'm gonna go with Kid and Marty. Like do okay. just you know like like kinda like what I mentioned earlier with Jerry Jarrett, kinda focusing on the smaller guys, just um, you know them being highlighted in this little run here, so I'm gonna go with them. I'm
1: mean, gonna go with Tatanka. I thought just like over, okay. he was in two matches, super over the tomahawk chop, just like everything about that's so like mid yeah. mid nineties. Uh, worst yep. match or segments?
0: Um, there's a couple with Doink and Dink. So I'm going to go with that.
1: <laughs> I think there's like nine Doink and Dinks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh. The Doink. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Yeah, but I want to say that match. That was pretty good. I'll just go with the doink
0: interview. Yeah. That was terrible. Terrible. Uh, best match or segments? I'm going to go with that, uh, Taker and Yoko segment where he pops out of the casket.
1: Yep. And I'm going to, I'll go with the, uh, IRS, the end, sorry, the IR, IRS macho, not the match. Uh, like Aaron George would kill me if I said that, but the, the end of it, right? Kind of the build up the rumble thing. I think that was oh, good. Right. Done. Way to end Raw. Off uh stock up before we go to rumble whose stock is up
0: uh to me it's taker and paul Bear. okay
1: yeah yeah I, I i'm actually gonna go uh kind of on that but just the the filming of those segments and that might even be uh yeah. bruce pritchard that but just awesome. the, the filming of them the the to the details just all that build up i think uh of that man yeah like
0: when you see that when you see like just like the motif or whatever it is like the the Western theme, it's just, it adds so much to the character. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. The way they filmed it, it wasn't sunny, dark, you know, it's kind of dark. It wasn't right. night. Right. It was like during a cloudy day, like just all of it. And I think just the way they've, they've kind of hinted at, like, you know, Yoko would ha- have it on the jumbotron and stuff. Like, so you yep. didn't have to have Taker and Yoko in front of each other. Right. It would like, you know, randomly do it. They like really choreographed this one well, well outs. Exactly. Uh, you're stocked down.
0: So I don't know, like who stock down could be. Um, do you have anybody off the top of your head? I'm, I'm gonna look. I'm
1: not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not seeing anyone that really, really jumps had, out to me.
0: I had somebody. Hold on. Look into my lashes. i just give I it. i was t- giving it to Dink. Yeah, I, I mean. I'll give it to Ludwig Borger 'cause because I just I'm ready for him to That's lose. a good, yep. That that's a good one. I, that's a probably yeah. better than Dink because that match is like the
1: the night of, and it's like this match right. is randomly gone. Um, so that's kind of disappointing. Right. Um Yeah. So Borger's a good one. Guy that started off pretty cool and hot, and
0: you exactly know,
1: Brock, Brock Lesnar Jr. You know, and and just yep. kind of really really kind of falling off, falling off quickly, and I we I wonder if we'll ever see him again. So this might be. The goodbye for him. Uh, uh, before we get to the rumble, you know, next next time any I, I know like move for move this rumble, but any kind of predictions or what you're thinking of, any you know, like about the bill just before we kind of get to uh, the rumble. Well, do you think
0: you add? well, well, this is like a um, stalwart that I used to rent back in the day. Like I didn't see it live. I kind of like was a week to week watcher later this year, like more yep. towards SummerSlam. Okay, um, but. Like, you know, I was seeing bits and pieces, but, you know, retroactively, I would rent this all the time. So I know this card pretty well, too. Um, even as, like, a couple of years ago, like, I did a whole watching on 94, like, like most of the highlights. Um, so, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just pumped because I think it's an awesome show. Like, it's an easy watch. Um, the story of the show is awesome. Like, of, of, like, the main event was taking Yoko and, the Bretano and stuff, like, there's two really strong stories going in and Savage Crush. So, like, there's just really good personal rivalries going on that um, make the entire card. And it's a, it's a rumble on top of it. So it just makes yeah. it really strong.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, that would be the third one, right? There's three three awesome matches. I think of Borga, like, on paper, I remember that being pumped, kind of pumped for that. Like, the build has kind of been a letdown, but just knowing that, Borga had beat Tataka for that, like, undefeated streak. Like, I was pumped for right. that match. Um, and I think we actually get a better match the way it turns out. But, like, yeah, going into it, I would de- I, as a kid, I was definitely like, all right, Taker's winning for sure. And definitely the, the brother hearts are going to win. Like, yep. like bet all my life savings as a 10-year-old that this is, you know, lock of the week type things. Uh, but I think this watching this build, maybe the matches haven't been as great, but the the, the two builds of the – the Brett Owen and then the Taker, Yoko, have just been awesome. They The, the Rumble for the – like Todd sold it really good, but they kind of haven't done as much like every man for himself until really the, the last two weeks. We're would going to maybe add a little bit more to that. I don't necessarily need a surprise entrance, but, you know, we haven't seen – you know, we saw like randomly Virgil here, but, like, we could have seen some more of those guys kind of coming out and saying, hey, I'm going after the Rumble, like more more interviews. That's but it's, it is a Rumble, right? You're, you're kind of pumped for – for it, there's some good star power in there. Uh, you maybe don't know exactly who's gonna win, like maybe Luger, maybe Tatanka. You know, mm-hmm. they're talking up Brennan Owen, uh, the heel side. You're maybe not sure on, but uh, I think I think it's been pretty, pretty, pretty fun uh, build up here. Uh, maybe the in ring's been lacking a little bit, but it's been a fun little, fun little last couple of months after Survivor Series.
0: Yeah, I think we're gonna be in a stretch now where it's like cruise control. Yeah, like everything. Everything's going to be at least fun from from here on out.
1: Yeah, so all right. So next week we got, or in two weeks we got the Royal Rumble '94. So are you know pumped about that? what my first pay per view and like an all timer in my eyes. Uh, yeah. But I can't wait for that, and we'll uh, be back in two weeks for the
0: Rumble '94. Yes, sir.
1: The head is the rock at heart Hart Adam a mouthful, the yeah, they got heart Bob, their Booger, Willis Kanta The great Kabuki and Kamama, and Greg Valentine
0: Shawn, Michael, Crush, model, Rick Martel. At the sound of the bell, every man for himself All phones no not The winner meets the chance at WrestleMania thing It's coming, the rumble is coming, it's coming The rumble is coming, it's coming The rumble is coming, it's coming
1: the, the rubble is coming. coming. It's coming straight to you. And you can see it only your face from you. We're coming on strong, solid, the ballad. We're gonna rock, follow this whole alley. We're not gonna trouble, you won't be humble. We're gonna rock at the royal you rubble is coming. The rubble is coming, it's coming. The rubble is coming, it's coming. The rubble is coming, it's coming. The, the rubble is coming. coming.